things did not quite turn out the way we had hoped. Congratulations to Governor Brian Kemp. Four years to keep our state. I'm grateful tonight. Thank you so much. Concede this race to J.D. Vance. We won, and we won big. One night in America. The people have spoken. And the new day begins here. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, or Independent. Keep it here. and 103.7 with Tom and Benny on News and Views. Welcome back in. So there was no red wave nationally, but there certainly was a, uh, I'd call it a red wave across the state of North Carolina. And uh, it was exciting. You know, we've said for a while now, and we've kept stressing for a while now that perhaps the most important races for North Carolinians was that North Carolina Supreme Court the two races there, and there was victory in uh, uh, both those races. We had uh, Richard Dietz beast beating uh, Lucy Enman 53% to 47%, six percentage margin. Uh, Trey Allen won 52% over 48 over Sam Irvin the fourth, a four percentage margin. That has to make uh, the the state legislature very happy, and it's going to make their life a whole lot simpler. To talk about all the results, including the uh, North Carolina Supreme Court, we have Senator Jim Perry, who is the Republican Majority Whip up in Raleigh. Uh, Jim, welcome back to News and Views. Good to have you with us. Give us your reaction to yesterday. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, You know, I I am so pleased with the Supreme Court uh, races because, as, as you know, and a lot of people who follow politics, supermajorities in the House and the Senate uh, wouldn't matter. It, it, you know, the laws we pass, the laws on the books today, if you have a Supreme Court who chooses to see whatever they wish to see in our state constitution, then the, the laws we pass just, they simply do not matter. So we, we knew going into this that we, we would like to have a supermajority, but we had to have those courts. Right. And uh, we, we started working on that a, a long time ago. I, I actually think if you, you know, some people are disappointed because they, they wanted a, a super red tsunami to crash over everything. But if you look more deeply at some of our rural areas, it actually occurred from people who were, were fed up with some of those decisions. Um, my county of, of Lenore, you know, we, we have more Democrats than Republicans. But yet those Supreme Court races, and, and typically um, Representative Humphrey, uh, who serves over here, and I, we, we win by about six to seven points. And it's a, you know, it's majority Democrats in the area. So it's, it's more conservative folks. But the judges won by 17 points wow. in Lenore County. And, and five statewide, I mean, that is, I, I think, a huge message about the type of decisions that we've seen and the judicial activism that we we've seen and some would say i'm inclined to think that way and that's fine but the numbers don't lie and i'm, I'm so pleased with those I'm, I'm pleased with the appellate court races um other than a, a couple of anomalies you, you see you know five to seven point range on those and when you get down to districts it's so much harder to do that especially when the the, the court has decided you know to draw districts or to force you to draw them certain ways um, but our statewide races and, and uh, all of our, our statewide um, contests, I'm, I'm really happy about. Well, let me ask you, when it comes to the courts and some of the decisions that have been made by the North Carolina Supreme Court, 
and basically overruling and, and taking the job that belongs to the legislature and saying, no, thank you very much. We'll, we'll redraw the maps or we'll draw, make sure they're drawn to our satisfaction. Uh, how is the, the new court going to affect the decisions that the legislature makes going forward in, in terms of redrawing the maps? And will the maps in 2024 look different from the maps that we voted with uh, just yesterday? So I, I want to be very clear that I have not spoken with any uh, Supreme Court justice or, or um, justice elect about these issues, but just knowing judicial philosophy and the, the idea of um, um, originalism and textualism and folks who, who don't believe that we are supposed to come up with an answer and then seek how to justify it, I have to believe that they think that the responsibility to draw those maps lies with us because that's what all of the documents say right. you know they are responsibilities so it'd be difficult for me to see them upholding or believing if a challenge were to come to them now some people don't understand the courts can't just come to work the justices don't go to work on monday morning and say hey this week i think we'll review this you know a challenge has to be in front of them uh, so something has to work its way through the system, and it, it is frustrating, and it is slow. But when we have uh, justices who are more restrained in their <clears throat> view of judicial interpretation, I, I think we end up with a more predictable outcome, which is which is all we want. You know, it's scary when someone has the latitude to decide something a lot of different ways. Everyone cheers when it goes in, in you know, their best interest, but right. it can always be used against you, and I think that's a little short-sighted. Well, I think it was Keith Kidwell was we had on one day, and I think he was saying that the state legislature, you all can redraw maps as, as often as you want to, can't you? For Congress. Oh, just for, for Congress. Congress. Our, okay. Yeah, our state constitution says we can only do it once every 10 years. Now, there is an argument to be made that we didn't draw these maps that we have today because the courts uh, uh, interfered or intervened or whatever you want to say, and they dictated how we did it. So the the process has been violated. Uh, I think that's an argument that some reasonable minds can make. It is very clear that we can redraw congressional maps, um, you know, every two years, and I don't think that anyone in North Carolina is under any delusions that the maps that people um, that were just used in this election are going to last a great deal of time. I think the thought was they were always considered to be temporary maps. So I would anticipate, and you know, we haven't caucused this, so I'm not speaking for the caucus, but I would anticipate we would reconsider those congressional maps immediately. And there would be some challenges to these these state maps. I, I hear discussion on that topic from a lot of different areas. Hey Jim, this is Benny. Um, last hey, election Benny. last election cycle, twenty twenty, uh, you of course had an opponent um, that the Democrats spent a boatload of money, if if I remember correctly, over two million dollars trying to defeat you, and you beat them this yeah. time. This time you had the benefit of not uh, running unopposed, and I, I joking, jokingly with you last night said, uh, uh, congratulations, I knew you could do it. But, but honestly, um, how satisfying it is. I, I have been to many events. I've seen you uh, all over the state working uh, your tail off to, to get Supreme Court justices elected and other candidates elected. How satisfying it is to see 
I mean, really, we had a red wave in North Carolina, without a doubt. How yeah. satisfying is it to yeah. see all the hard work come to fruition, but also to be able to look at the Democrats and say, okay, you're claiming we're doing all this gerrymandering, yet North Carolina statewide races, I think, were seven for seven, if, if, that, if I yeah. believe that's correct. Yeah, I, I think it's extremely satisfying. Um, you know, the, guys, I've learned a lot about this stuff over the last handful of years. And the truth is, Democrats have a, a geographic issue. Uh, forget gerrymandering. I mean, they all live in the same place. And our state constitution re- requires that we draw maps a certain way. They can't argue over the statewide races. And when we take the courts because of their behavior, People are tired of it, right? The the average citizen is not stupid, and you expose people to something enough, and they see what's going on, they reject it. They say, hey, you know, I don't care what you think about it. That's just not the right way to win. And I think that's what you just saw. It's been very satisfying. Um, You know, I, I had a decision to make because I have a new district. I've got a couple of new counties. And some would say, hey, you know, you better spend the election down in those counties, even if you don't have a race. But in this instance, if we didn't win those Supreme Court seats, my seat wouldn't matter, right? The the races wouldn't matter. So some of us who were unopposed made a choice to travel the state, raise money, so that we could have sources of donations going to the court races to make sure that we won those Supreme Court seats and that we could bolster our competitive districts. Because, guys, it it doesn't matter how many bills I file that make my people cheer or, 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 you know, make Republicans so happy. If I'm in the minority, I don't make policy. And if we don't control that court, if we don't have justices on there who only read what's on the paper, they don't make things up, it doesn't matter. So some of us made some sacrifices, and we said, you know what, we'll fight it out in that district. And, and we'll get to know people, and we'll keep raising money. But the biggest thing we can do right now is put money in those swing districts because you don't make policy in the minority. we got to win those, but we got to win those Supreme Court seats. So we made sacrifices, and there was a number of us who, who you know, traveled, spent a lot of time asking for money. No, no one likes to do that. That stuff gets old. All right. But it was necessary, and, you know, it's the choice we made, and it feels like the right decision. So we'll uh, – to, We're happy today about those uh, Supreme Court races and the supermajority of the North Carolina Senate. Our guys did a fantastic job on planning and execution, and our candidates, specifically Bobby Hannig and Michael Lee, Bobby being in that northeast corner and Michael Lee being down in Wilmington, North Carolina, those guys worked their butts off. Their families were impacted by the, the negative ads and TV and things that went on, and they stood in the gap for all of us and took the arrows and I'm I'm proud to serve with him. Well, it's going to be fun to have Buck Newton back with you. Yeah, Buck's a Buck's a good guy. We we spent a lot of time together. Uh, a lot of people are calling that a competitive race. That was not going to be a competitive race. Wayne County has way too many Republican polls. Um, Toby Fitch, Judge Fitch, is you know he's been around a long time, but the uh, the the votes in Green County were going to go Buck's way. The, the votes in Wayne County were going to go Buck's way and we look forward to welcoming him back now is wilson county in that district as well senate district oh, he's from uh, wilson, wayne he? wilson yeah. and, and green wayne wilson yeah. green wayne yeah. wilson okay green. that's right he lives in yeah. Wilson. that's yeah. right 
We, yeah. you know, I, w- I was thinking, and I, and again, I'm, I'm, I don't have the insight that you have, but uh, I, I was thinking it was going to be easier to get a supermajority over in the House than it was in the Senate. Were you surprised that the Senate got the uh, supermajority? No, I was not surprised about the Senate. Remember, the House ended up uh, cutting a deal with the minority leader, uh, Robert Reeves, and they got some uh, minority uh, party votes for their map. Okay. So there were some tweaks early on to what, or late in the game, to what they had proposed. Um, and so I, I felt like they, they might have a, a tougher time in some districts. I think they got surprised in a couple of races uh, going into it. I, I, I think that 73, even 74, real possibility. Uh, but they had some hiccups. I do want to back up to Buck Newton. Um, you know, Buck ended up winning Wilson County. And uh, by about five points, and that was that was heavy lift, right? I mean, it's getting mm-hmm. harder and harder. Green County actually went for him by about thirteen hundred votes. It's getting redder every year. They vote mm-hmm. all over the map. Buck won about sixty percent over there. But what what really gets him healthy is Buck won sixty point seven percent in Wayne County. That wow. was plus seven thousand votes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that, that was just too much for uh, for Wilson to be able to touch. Wow. So yeah, and, and, yeah, and to that happy for yeah, to that point, Jim, someone that's from that area. I mean, Green County historically has been kind of tough on Republicans, and it's getting to your point. It's getting redder. And Buck, I think, I went to a few things over there. Buck did, and I mean, he 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 ran a good race in that area. Yeah, you used to be able to have yeah, that county convention on a telephone. <laughs> that, that's right. Right down the road from my house is the Green County line, so I have a special affinity for those folks. But yeah, it's been coming our way. Um, over time, you know, the last few elections, it becomes more and uh, and more. I'm gonna say conservative. I'm not gonna say Republican right, because right. there are still conservative Democrats in Green County. Do you uh, see any Democrats uh, perhaps switching parties or at least voting with Republicans in the House? I mean, I know you're in the Senate, but you've got a good feel and you you talk to those guys all the time. Do you, is any yeah. conservatives in the Democrats in the House? So I want to be mindful of what I say here. So the the House, you know, it's just math, right? They have more people, more members. The districts are smaller. So statistics would indicate that they have more opportunity to have Democrats in districts in eastern North Carolina where they're not going to be punished for voting for conservative ideals or just voting to take care of their area. Mark Bassnight said it, gosh, 30 years ago. He said in the future it's not going to be Republican and Democrat. It's going to be urban and rural. And these, mm-hmm. these rural areas, these rural Democrats, they do not – they're not – their picture is not in the playbook that the national Democrats take around. That's why they spent $2 million bucks against me in the last race because they, they look at party affiliations and they think, oh, good, we can beat this Republican down here. When you get east of 95, if you were born and raised here, I don't care what your party affiliation is. Chances are your family's pretty conservative on a lot of right. issues. Right. I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying they're Republicans. I'm, I'm just saying they're you know, fairly conservative. And that, that's something those folks just don't know how to read. Yeah. Hey, before we let you go, uh, I, one last question. How, how is the new Supreme Court going to affect the Leandro case, or is that water under the bridge? So that, that case is, uh, you know, it was remanded back down to the district court level for the, 
the judge to decide what the dollar amount was. Um, is it water under the bridge? You know, I, I can't say. I don't know how they will respond. I can tell you that, you know, there can always be additional challenges and challenges, additional challenges would be in the future. And they would be before a 5-2 conservative court. Um, I hope we don't see a lot of runaway decisions from this lame duck court here in the next couple of months because to me that would indicate they're playing politics and just challenging these conservative jurists to to decide to abandon uh, star aid thesis on, on on many issues but you know it hopefully some of them still love the law and have an appreciation for it and will not put them in that position uh, but but we will see. I, I think, I, I believe, I, I know all of these Supreme Court justices, and I believe them when they look at me in the eye and they tell me that they, they love the law and they don't want politics in the law. And when you don't want politics in the law, you can't predetermine an outcome. That's not how it works. Are you You're talking about the Republican justices or the Democrat justices? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm counting on the Republicans in the future, but I'm, I'm hoping maybe there's one who, who is ashamed at how this process has gone and on the Democrat side. And uh, I'm hoping he will not go along with the others, even though he just got defeated. Well, but we'll see. Well. I do want to give a quick shout out again, Bobby Hannock in that northeast corner. The guy has been a warrior. That was a D5 district. Bobby won it by five points. Guys, that's a 10 point swing. He worked his butt off. Well, and early uh, early last night, it looked like he was going to lose. I mean, the early percentages yeah. came in, and uh, you know, I, I thought Bobby's lost, but uh, boy, he turned yeah. it around. Yeah. yeah. Well, conservatives, especially out in the east, they they vote late, right? Vote on election uh, day. Yeah. But yeah, and and Nathan Babcock, Dylan Watts, two names you'll never know. The guys that that run our caucus elections, they really had great plans. Uh, we fed it as much money as we could. You know, it, like it or not, it takes money to win elections. Yep. And those, those guys had a great plan. and We had a lot of people traveling to help fund the effort. And then our folks, especially our folks in eastern North Carolina, you outperformed. God bless you all. I appreciate you coming out because we could not have done it without rural areas. Senator Jim Perry, Jim, congratulations on your race and congratulations on the success that you managed to uh, gen up by going back and forth across the state and helping out, especially those uh, two Supreme Court justices that have uh, just won their elections. Uh, For North Carolina, it was an exciting day. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Stay with us. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Take care. Benny and I'll be right back. (laughs) 